The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Wednesday, August 3rd, and we're here trying to take the mystery out of your financial life. The way that we do that is we answer financial questions. And it doesn't really matter what the question is about. It matters that there is some sort of financial component to it. It could be emotional also, but that there is some dollar amount that is involved. So if you are thinking about whether to take one job offer versus another, whether or not your retirement goals are reasonable ones, whether you should be looking at 529 plans or another way to finance your kid's education, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Now, Mark, before um, we came on the air, I was walking the dogs, and one of our friends from CBS News was on the line with me, and she had a very simple question. She goes, you know, I listen to your podcast every day, And she said, you know, I'm paying somebody 1% to essentially manage money, but also do financial planning. And I'm not sure whether I'm getting, like, if it's worth it. And it was very interesting because I kind of broke it down with her. And so that seems to me like a very good question to be asking right now. You know, markets are still down on the year. Is your financial advisor worth the money? When you have a million-dollar portfolio, I use million dollars not because I think everyone has a million. It's just because it's a round number, and I, you know, I can memorize things like this. So if you had a million dollars and you were paying a big firm 1%, then that's $10,000 a year. And so she's like, well, well, that seems like a lot of money. I said, it is. But you know, if you want someone to actually do financial planning, it's expensive and it might be worth it. And she goes, well, what if I just did it myself? I said, well, then you just use index funds. She goes, what happens to the $10,000 a year? I said, it's yours. She's like, oh, I like that. <laughs> I was like, that's right. That can be a very good thing. But not everybody is cut out to do that. So there are lots of alternatives. So I think a lot of folks, maybe while you still have a little bit of time before the school year starts and before things get piled up in your schedules, if you're thinking about that, I think this is a very good time to determine whether or not the person who is helping you manage your financial life is worth it. Many of them are, some of them are not. Okay. That's all I have to say. Many and some. Okay, good. All right. Today we are joined 
by Peter, who's on with us from New Jersey. Hello, Peter in New Jersey. And Peter, you are playing hooky from work. You're at work and talking to us, right? This is correct. Good morning, Jill and Mark. Yes. I love that. Um, Well, what brings you to us and how can we help you out? Well, tell you, my wife and I would like to get both of your opinions on our financial affairs as we approach retirement age. Okay. How old are you, Peter? I will be 64 in October. Okay. Wife? My wife will be 60, uh, is 61 right now. She'll be 62 in March. She considers retiring at 65. I have no plans. Are you both working for companies? Are you self-employed? Do you work together? What's your story? I work for a company and my wife is self-employed. She's a 1099 independent contractor. Okay. And how much does she make? The 1099 in 2021 was 118000 Projected 2022, 125000 Great. Awesome. Does she make retirement contributions into her own retirement plan on that money? Yes, Jill. She does have a SEP and she contributes approximately $5,200 annually. And how much do you earn, Peter? 2021 was 149000 Anticipated 2022, 185000 Oh, that's a nice jump. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yes. I'm well compensated. That's great. Okay. And from that income, that 185 for this year, are you making contributions into a retirement plan for yourself? I do. I con- I contribute uh, 10% right now to our company 401k. Okay. And traditional or a Roth are you using? It's traditional. We don't have the Roth option yet. I've been asking for that, but we have do not have that option yet. How much money is in your 401k total? Total on uh, my 401k is uh, $580,000 in my 401k. And your wife's SEP? My wife's SEP is $86,000. Okay, good. Any other retirement accounts, old ones kicking around? Anything yeah. else you got? Yes. Okay. So uh, I have a traditional IRA. Yesterday's value, 142000 We have traditional inherited IRAs on my wife's end of $353,000. Uh, just when did that person die? What year? Um, t- like 10 years ago. Or okay. So, yeah. so, so she's you're... already taking required minimum distributions on that. Okay. So she's able to do the stretch IRA, which is yes. good. Yeah. Okay, great. What other assets are I there? Have, I also have $15,000 in a 401k at my job that is managed by a census. How do you pay your Merrill Lynch advisor? He takes his compensation right online uh, out of my statements. So is it like a 1% charge? Is uh, it a, com- is it commission? Do you know? Yes. It's, I pay a reasonable, I think reasonable uh, 0.75% advisory fee. Okay. That's good. And so he has the traditional IRA, the inherited IRA and the SEP IRA. He has everything that we own other than our checking account. And I'm not sure I'm doing the right thing. Okay. Well, what do you mean? He can't, he, is he taking a management fee on your retirement account on your, um, 180 on your, um, on your 401k? Yes. It's it's self-directed. Okay. And how about money in emergency reserve fund? Uh, $25,000 cash. Okay. How about your house? How much is it worth? House is worth approximately 750 to 800,000. Is there a mortgage that remains? There is no mortgage, but there is a $142,000 HELOC. What's that for? My wife and I got very generous when our two sons graduated from college. Oh, good Lord. 
Here we go. So, uh, we helped them out, not knowing that they were going to get a job, and now they have wonderful jobs. You know, and we did some home improvements, but nothing, nothing extravagant. How old are the kids now? They're adults and well, launched? Uh, both adults, 25 and 27. Have they offered to help pay down that HELOC after all that help you gave them? Uh, they have not offered, nor Shocking. have I asked. I know. I'm just, I'm making fun. Of course yeah, they didn't offer. And they're going to hear this. So that's okay. That's okay. That's it's good. It's good right. for them, especially if they have good jobs, yes. you know, let's talk a little bit about what you're thinking around your retirement. Are either of you going to be entitled to any pension benefits from yeah. old employers? There are no pension benefits. Tell us about your social security. So give us at social security, full retirement age, okay. what's your benefit and what's her benefit? My full retirement will be 3180. And if my wife holds true to her plans and retires at 65, her social security would be 2608. But we wouldn't, we would still have her wait till her full retirement age. Do you know what that number is? I, you know, I don't know that. I, that's I, at, I, but that so that's at 65, that, yes. that 26. Okay. That's correct. How much money do you guys need to live on? I'm going to give you the same number that I gave our Merrill Lynch broker about five months ago when he did a, a projection for us. I'm going to say $10,000 a month. And that includes travel and everything. That includes everything. Okay. At this point, do you have any any idea about... You said, you know, you, you're going to hopefully retire whenever you retire, but are you really thinking about retirement in like three years or five years? Like what's the most likely scenario for you? Uh, let me start by saying I, I love what I do. I'm five miles from home and I could work till I could work till I'm 70. So I'm not looking to stop working. I just, I just love what I do and I, I, need, I need to do something. I'm very fortunate. Okay. So I'm not that concerned then, theoretically, I'm just like putting this out there that essentially, if your wife said in four years, and she wants to retire when she's 65, you guys would not really need for her to claim her social security at that point, because you hopefully will still be working, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, that's good. Because I don't want her to claim early at all. I definitely don't want her to claim early. So now, when I look at the numbers, I'm, um, you know, you need 10 grand a month. You're probably, if we wait for her full retirement, do you happen to have your social security estimate at age 70? It was closer to 4000 about $4,000. Yeah. Okay. That's great. So if you think about it, like if you're wait till you're 70 and then we don't have to like dip into your money, you don't have to keep putting money into retirement, by the way, that that's actually not what I would suggest right now. The most important thing for you guys to do between, you know, sort of in the next six years is to build up some money that's already been taxed because you have a lot of money that is pre-tax. There's no way to make that go away right now. You really can't convert because there's no non-retirement asset to pay the tax that's due. Understood. Right. So, Mark, do you agree that we should like start building up that cash reserve in anticipation of, you know, his wife going to kind of retire at 65 so we lose her income? But that until that time, you know, if if he's making 185 and she's making 125, we put in up to the match for, say, his retirement account, but then start stockpiling a brokerage account. Do you agree with that, Mark? Yeah, I was going to say just get the match. Yeah, let's get the match and not worry. And then let's build up that brokerage account. The question really is, 
you know, do you want to keep working with this broker or not? 0.75 is not terrible. It really isn't. It's just a drag that like, I mean, do you feel comfortable doing it yourself? Not to minimize the the title and the job. I, I don't believe it's rocket scientists and I can do it. I, I, I did it before I had a broker. Okay. It isn't rocket science and I've done it for a living. It really isn't. You know, part of what I think about when I was really the best at doing my job as a as a certified financial planner, as a money manager and a, a planner, is that I was there to walk through the same thing I walk think, walking through with you. It's like I'm talking this through with people. And the real reason I think I had value was to kind of look forward and do a lot of projections. So here's what I'm going to guess that you're the, the dude at Merrill Lynch said, you're fine because you're going to have money coming in. And as long as you're working till you're age 70, you're going to have plenty of money. And, you know, at that moment, you're going to start pulling money out of these accounts and you'll be okay. Is that what he said? Exactly. But how do you feel about extricating yourself from this person? Like, I, how are we going to uh, do that? You know, I'm, I'm an emotional guy. So I'm, I'm emotionally attached because I, I just am, you know, we're friends kind of. And um, I, 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 would, I would peel something away and I would ask you what I should peel away first. Well, tell me, where is the retirement plan held? The current, your current 401k, where is that held? It's managed by a census and that money gets transferred to uh, Merrill Lynch. But if you, if it were in a census and you just had, could you just pick, you know, mutual funds or index funds? Yes. Yes. You know, if you have a menu of, of index funds that through a, a census that you can use, that's what I would start with because okay. that's the biggest chunk of your money anyway. That's the three hundred, that five hundred eighty grand. That to me is like now we put that together. Now we have five eighty plus the fifteen. So let's just call it you have six hundred grand. Let's start with that. And you say to him, you know what? I want to manage this. I really do. I feel comfortable with it. You can keep the traditional IRA. You can keep the inherited IRA. You can keep the SEP IRA. But I want to do this myself. And he's going to flip on you just to be honest with you, but be very clear. I love you. You've been great to me. It's been fun. I really want to do this myself. And if I can't do it, and if I find myself that like, it's too much for me, or, you know, if God forbid I drop dead and my wife doesn't want to do it, she'll have you manage it. Like you're still in our lives. How's that? Perfect. I think that's easy to do. Now, the one thing is he might crank your fee on you. He might say to you, well, you know, I have you in at at 0.75 because you got more than a million bucks here. He might say that. And then you just say, well, tell me what the fee is going to be and I'll make a decision. Maybe I'll do, maybe I'll move everything out. Maybe, I'll, you know, like that, that's going to be another conversation point. I think that, listen, when I was on the other end of those conversations, it sucks. Okay. As the person who was the money manager and got that call, it's a, it really is a bummer. But the reality is it's become easier and easier to manage money. And if you're comfortable with it, then I think it's fair to say to this person, look, it's been great. And he's made a lot of money from you and you're not breaking up and totally, you might, you're saying, literally saying, I want to try this. And if it doesn't work, I'm coming back to you with my hat in my hand. Very good. What about estate documents? All done? Estate planning is done. Will, advance directive, power of attorney. Okay. Let me just have a little message to Peter's sons who are listening. Peter, you got your sons to listen, which I love. They will listen. Do they have any college loans? Uh, one doesn't. One has a few, thousand, a couple of thousand dollars, under five thousand dollars left. So, guys, your folks did a lot of nice things for you. You know, it would be a really great gesture, and for any young people listening, is to at least offer, "Hey, you know what, mom, dad, 
we're making money. How about we send you 300 bucks a month until further notice, until, you know, we help whittle down your HELOC. Wouldn't that be a nice offer to make? Because 300 is not a terrible amount. 300 is like, that's a number that's like a real number, but it shouldn't, I don't know how much they make, but if they've got jobs and life is good, I would just, sons, children, offspring, give that a whirl. Dad and mom would really appreciate it. And it shows that you're actually a financial grown-up. Mark, anything else? What did I miss? $300 a month. That's, that's, you know, that's just a Friday night in New York City. So that's all. <laughs> that's a weekend down the shore. Uh, Peter from New Jersey. Uh, thank you so much. Keep us posted. Let us know how it goes. If you've got a question, I knew that this, see, I was, I was teeing up the intro to this to make sure that we got this in there, which is, you know, it is a time where every dollar that you save in management fees will help offset losses in the market. Now, it doesn't mean that you should fire anyone. And remember, especially if you're a couple, if you're the one who likes to manage the money, but your spouse doesn't, you need to have some sort of game plan that is possibly enacted if something were to happen to you. So this is why I do think that many advisors are really worth the money and you can try it and maybe you won't like it. Maybe it's too scary. Maybe it's awful to go through a bear market by, on your own. Whatever is going on, though, we'd be happy to talk to you about it. Just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air and Mark will do the rest. Just like that. Okay, do something nice for someone else today. It will make that person feel better and it certainly will make you feel better. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 